Hello, everyone, and welcome to Seaview Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareka. We are cosmic beings, beings of light. A single moment of your time is one of the most extraordinary gifts we could ever be given. We are honored every time that we receive one of those moments. We are honored, overjoyed, privileged, and humbled. We serve in your presence. Our shows are held on Mondays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern U.S. time, 9 a.m. Pacific. At any moment to participate on one of our shows, please call 805-830-8344 and press 1 to talk with the host. All podcasts are easily found in all social media and are available free, live, or on demand. To request a show, please write to Claudia Pareco, cview 1111 at gmail.com or visit our website cview1111.net Call for free at 805-830-8344 and wait in line or use Take My Call and for $11 you can jump the long list of callers. Do so at www.paypal.me slash p-u-r-e-c-o slash 11 and then please p.m. or email Claudia Pareco with the phone number you'll call the show at cview1111 at gmail.com Now, let's listen to our host and topic of the day. Thank you, Danny, and welcome everybody to CBU 2021. We are having our additional show, Old Magic Ways. Today, we are talking about Find Your Path with Ivy and Sai Long, and we have some special guests today. And we want to thank Cyclone for that music, that introduction of uh, a music on on his newest album, Sakura. So, you cannot walk the wrong path. You can only walk the path. For a moment, be present. Breathe, breathe in, breathe out through this episode. We will talk about the importance of defining your intention, life meaning, and passion, discovering your unique hidden talents, potentials, and dreams, and learning how to put those dreams into action. You can call with questions if you want to know if you're on the right path, how can you find your path, and any question around that area. Remember, if you want to contact Sai or Ivy directly, you can call them at 843-314-0045. You can go to their website, oldymagicways.com, or visit the shop, Oldie Magic Ways, in the Hammock Shop Village, 
This is in Polly's Island, South Carolina. More information about that you can find on web on the on Facebook, the website, or by calling them. But now let's bring Ivy and Sai Long to the show, and they will talk and present their host, their guest. I'm sorry, and everything else. Thank you for listening. Hey Ivy, hey Sai, how are you? We're good. How are you? We're doing so, so good. I love this weather. We are now in North Carolina. We're getting some um, fresh air. It's cooler than it was. So I love cool weather. What about you? Absolutely. So we're on the coast of South Carolina, and it's a little cooler than it's been. Um, but still, the sun is out, and it's a beautiful day today. It is. And such an important day to talk about find your path. You know, we we get a lot of people that come into where we're located, and it's because we are in a touristy area, and we get that question all the time. How do I know if I'm on the right path? Um, you know, how I'm trying to find it, and I'm not sure where my path is. And so we decided today we would like to have a couple of our, our, our sisters and friends from our community. We have Vixen with us today and Colleen, because this is a conversation that not only do we have with those who visit our store and our shop, but we kind of have a, I mean, Vixen and I sat there and had this conversation last night. Um, and it's something that's constantly changing because our path is constantly evolving. So we want to welcome Vixen and Colleen for joining Sai and I. And and really start to talk about this. How are you? Fine. How are you? Good. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you both for being on here. I couldn't think of two better people I would love to have on this with us. Um, it's very different, very eclectic. I think that's the one thing that when you say size, the best part about this is the, the sisterhood or brotherhood and the friends we have. We all have different paths and different ways we've gotten on here. So, you know, it's, it's talking about um, how to find it. So let's start with you. How, did, how would you say you found your path? Well, I think the path found me because once you give up any preconceived notions, then you're open to go with it and figure out which way fits you best is how I pretty much did it. All right, y'all. Mm-hmm. Mine came very young. I was very young when I started reaching out and looking at different things. It's not that I ever shied away from any other past or spirituality. It was I knew there was more, and I knew that there were different things that needed to make sense to me. So my path started about eight or nine years old. And I was very fortunate to have a family support of finding yourself and, and following whatever path chose you. And that's fantastic because you, we're starting to see a little bit more of that now, but a lot of us in our generation, you know, we really didn't have that support. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and now it's starting to be open. And I think, you know, when we're looking at um, late 30s, early 40s, and, and so far with age is really now when we're coming, you see a lot of awakening, later life awakening or midlife awakening, mm-hmm. um, and knowing 
that there is something more. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where mine came in. Um, what I find interesting, though, is one of the things when I do readings and work with people and they're saying, I'm trying to find my path. Well, guess what? You're already on it. Stop trying to find it because when we're trying to find it, we're so busy looking elsewhere that we're not paying attention to, mm -hmm. to what's in front of us. Mm -hmm. When you, you and I just, Colleen, had a really cool conversation that how our paths from childhood are circling back, mm -hmm. but maybe tweaked in a different way. You know, if it's just starting to make everything make sense, if you start really opening the idea of things and then thinking it, it, it's the difference between religion and spirituality religion to me is and I'm not sure I'm pretty sure where you all are as well but you know religion to me is like where we're learning we go to the churches or the synagogues or the mosques and that is where they teach what is written in their text mm -hmm. spirituality is about connecting and for example, Colleen and I were talking about Mother Mary today. Mm -hmm. We both have some things that are going on with um, children. And I was telling her when I connect with her a lot is that unconditional love is when I'm struggling with acceptance of what maybe some, my children have decided it, and for, that's for their life. And little did I know as I was evolving into this path, I really wanted to turn away from quote unquote stereotypical Christianity mm -hmm. at that time. And so even when I would see Mary pop up or Jesus pop up, I was like, nope, this is, I'm not going that way. Well, lo and behold, here we are years later. And what I realized is the foundation of Mary, the foundation of the saints, the foundation of Jesus, mm -hmm. okay, has allowed me to go through and explore my spirituality on a greater level only to come back to the very beginning mm -hmm. with a different thought process. Well, I think that's going to be key in everything is the thought process that no matter whatever we face today, we learn life lessons in the past that has prepared you for this. Mm -hmm. So in all actuality, that is part of the path to learn whether you make the same mistake twice or did you learn from this mistake and was able to correct it over here, then you're going to impact other people's lives. That's how the light, if you will, is shown. Everybody tells you to shine the light. Well, you lead by example. Well, you can't lead if you've never failed. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You like, know, and I will say, Vixen, you and I, we've known each other for lifetimes um but really you know for the last four years and you and i when we met were on totally different ends of the spectrum mm -hmm. but what i still to this day find amazing and Cy and i had this conversation last night mm -hmm. on the way back is how we've actually both taught each other things and where I was like, I'm light, I'm light, I'm light, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And you're like, no, you need to embrace that shadow side of mm -hmm. yourself. And I was like, hey, whoa, you need to come out of the shadow. Mm -hmm. What we did was help each other to find balance. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because you cannot have one without the other. Mm -hmm. And being scared of the shadows or the dark side. Everybody has them. It's being able to know what your limitations are and also knowing that that light is there also. Or to even to, use them as a, a strength instead mm -hmm, of looking at it as a negative. Absolutely. Because it doesn't have to be negative. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's, it's very common 
that people always say, I'm either dark or I'm white, and that's not true. You, the, the better balance is knowing both sides. Right. Um, children are scared of the dark, you know, and, and when you show them that there's nothing really scary in that, it's not a bad place, not a bad place because the next morning it's going to be light. Mm-hmm. It, 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 they coincide with each other. Absolutely. And I truly believe the people that we connect with, so looking at the four of us here and those who are listening and Claudia, all of it, we're meant to be together for some reason. And it's about learning. Like Colleen and I have this really great conversation. I think it was great anyway. I do too. It put a lot of what happened to me yesterday into perspective. And as well as I was going through something similar with mm-hmm. one of my sons. And we both had this conversation while she was looking at it from one direction. I'm looking at it from another. Well, wow, we just helped to melt a piece that we were missing by connecting them together. So, and those are paths that we each are having to take right now mm-hmm. for whatever reason, you know, and that I, I just, I love the connection. And that's the piece of it. That's where you know you're, where you're supposed to be when you have the connection. You know, and I agree with Sai is that um, what we're, we're taught, at going back to where, you know, you, you come back around and you circle back around. I think a lot of that is that when you're a young child and you're taught one way of thinking and then you start to expand is that you may not understand at that point in time why you have those fundamentals instilled. And you're not going to appreciate them at that point in time. And I think that's a lot of it to our, why we have, we do, we do circle back around is because now we can appreciate it. We can see the different aspects of it and we can um, absorb it a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Well, like with that, that goes back to parenting. Whenever I was a kid and I got chastised for doing this and I couldn't understand it and it was the most horrible thing. But as an adult, when I'm put in that same situation, now it's my job to either change the way I handle it or continue with it. So mm-hmm. it's a constant evolution of learning. Absolutely. And that goes, you know, it, it is, it's truly like that generational karmic or in biblical, and I'm horrible at Bible scripture quoting it, you know, the sins of the mother going to the child type of thing. It's those generational changing that, mm-hmm. turning left instead of turning right. But I think when we're on our path, like people will come in and I start laughing and I giggle and joke about it, but really it's true. They'll be like, so what path do you follow? I follow Ivyism. Guess what? I am the only one that can follow that path. Mm-hmm. I am the only one that lives the life I did, experienced the things I did. Um, it was Goddess that brought me back to God because of the trauma that I suffered at a young age, where some people look and say, what do you mean you didn't understand who God was? Well, God has brought me back, and now I do. Mm-hmm. I had to heal that part. So all I can do, and we, you know, when we get people, and I think all four of us have been in the shop at one point in time, where we give people, they come to us for advice, people come to us mm-hmm. for advice, and the first thing we'll say is, look, we are only one perspective each. Mm-hmm. Every book on that shelf you're reading is somebody's perspective. The pieces that resonate, keep them, apply them. Mm-hmm. If they don't, you might want to put it in a book for another day. You never know when it'll pop out or throw it away. But be authentic to you. Right. I love each and every one of you right here. Um, you know, you're my family, but I can't follow your path because I don't understand how you got there. Mm-hmm. Right. So 
but the thing is with that right there, the community is the key to the path to me, honestly, because I don't have to know everything. I have to know somebody that does. And what I mean when I say that is if you go back, like my past working with the fire department, if you've got an interior attack crew that's going in to fight the fire, you can't also uh, vent or, or work with patients or something. Everybody has their okay. job and what they're good at. So I need to know who is there that is good at this that I can rely on to give me information mm -hmm. or that I can count on. Absolutely, and here, you know, go a little bit even a step further. Okay, so I, I say this typically with readers. If you come to me for a reading for intuitive, what I do is work on transmutation and negative energy and helping you break the cycle. If you go to somebody else who's reading, their job might be future side. If you go to somebody else reading, it's past life regression. Every reading, if you bring all of those pieces together, you get a whole picture. Well, same thing here, even just the four of us sitting in this room, not to mention all of those listening, we all have our path. And instead of saying, you're wrong, I'm right, if we all come together and learn from one another, we might have the whole picture. Well, absolutely. If you think about it like that, all of us are brought together for a reason. We're all sitting in this room right now or wherever we're at. And the thought processes are bouncing off. So, well, I mean, I was in Louisiana working, and you guys called me. You and Colleen called me. Mm -hmm. And the best advice that I could give at that point in time was, why choose one path? Take them all. What, whatever you feel like you need to find on your path, it'll either A, find you, or you're going to find it. But there's not truly a wrong path. Just make sure that you have, like, advisors or people you can trust mm -hmm. in to give you the, I wouldn't do that, maybe. But then again, if you've got a, a strong calling for it, look into it. And the major thing is be protected about it. So always protect yourself. Always have that one safe haven to where you know you can retreat back to, but always know that you have a group of people just supporting you. Absolutely. You know, I mean, there is, I don't think there is a wrong path. I mean, have we met people that it was kind of, oh, they have, uh, the intention of the person. The intention, you know, it's, it's I'm not going to eat that cake. One of those things. One of my favorite um, things that side posts people all the time is you can't take knowledge away. Mm -hmm. Nobody can take that away from you. So if, it, one of my favorite things is studying all of the theology. Absolutely. I truly enjoy that aspect of it. What is the worst that's going to happen? If I'm, you know, looking into the Egyptian side, I'm looking into the Bible, I'm looking into the Quran, I'm looking into the Norse, all of that. What is, what, all I'm doing is learning different ways to better myself. Absolutely. And I can learn from everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the key learning from and having a good intent. Everybody makes bad decisions, but as long as you, at the time, try to do what you think is right, that's the important part. And to know that tomorrow, you know what, you could change your mind. Mm -hmm. Yep. You, we're not, we have this, this, this standard, it seems, that we, even, you know, in everyday life, we kind of hold people to who they were at that moment. 
but each and every moment we're all evolving. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we've been saying to our kids recently, this has been a, just because you believe this today, this one way, tomorrow, because of the experiences you'll go through between today and tomorrow, it's okay to change your mind. Absolutely. And what was right for you yesterday may or may not be right for you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But to learn everything you can between those things to apply it. Absolutely. Well, to, to elaborate on that, you look at an infant and watch as that infant grows. And he does something today that was a mistake that he got hurt. He pulled something down and he mm-hmm. hit it. Mm-hmm. He learned from that moment, don't do that. Right. Let's do it a different way. And that's kind of what you're saying. It, it, it's it's not how you get there as long as you get there. Okay, so then here's a question for y'all. So then, if at an infant, we learn those things, and you're mm-hmm. absolutely right. As we get older, how is it that we get stuck in the same cycle? Comfort. Yeah. And security. Com- security. Comfort. Security. Afraid of change. Mm-hmm. Afraid of taking the step. Afraid of moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, Fear of rejection, maybe. And and I think Could that's be. why things happen to us because. There's something that knows we're not going to just take that step by ourselves. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. a situation has to occur to force us to take those steps. I tend to say the universe says, nudge, nudge, shove. Yeah. If mm-hmm. I hear something once or think it, I'm like, okay, one of you come in within a few hours and say it again. I'm like, okay, I'm on it. Uh-huh. Well, you're yeah, say. we did that last yeah. night. We yeah. Were, how many times did that one card show up? Yeah, so we were doing readings at... Um, for each other, and she had the same message in both readings. Mm-hmm. I had um, Pravati come up twice at her house. I go at night to pull my cards like I do every night, and she shows up. I was like, okay, well, then there's my message. Mm-hmm. And it's about learning and growing and realizing every day we have that chance to expand. Well, and I think it's maturity, too, that after experiencing things and learning, you pay attention to your signs that instead of ignoring, that helps you move forward too. And, and so, I think that's an interesting talk piece that you brought in because I completely agree. And Vixen, Sai, and I have this conversation quite often. You know, spirituality, there's this huge global awakening that's happening, and there's this movement into spirituality, and we're seeing shops open up everywhere, and you're seeing, you know, every uh, form of social media sharing stuff. Mm -hmm. And so it's it's expanding. And there is really, I'm starting to see like this fine line between it being like a fat and that's the next coolest thing coming out Mm -hmm. or being legit in that, you know, and I do concern myself, like let's talk Moldavite. I love Moldavite. Now this is again, my philosophy on it doesn't mean it's anyone else's. TikTok or something mm-hmm. has been, there's this huge push of Moldavite um, for girls. They feel like it's going to transform their life. No, you're going to transform your life. The stone's energy is going to help in facilitating that, but mm-hmm. you are going to. But that being said, how do you differentiate or how do you help those when and decide who, you know, is this fad or is this real? 
whenever you're looking at this, this is going to be lifestyle. This is a life-changing event. This is an everyday thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not bubblegum broomsticks mm-hmm. where yeah. it's cool and we're going to be at a party and do this. Mm-hmm. No, this is how you live. Whenever you decide that you're going to start walking the path, you've got to go in both feet. Mm-hmm. We were just talking about how, you know, people are like, oh, this is great. I'm going to do this to change my life. And they think it's so easy. And, and we've had people say that. Mm-hmm. And you and I said last night, Anyone who said that this path is an easy path, (laughs) you know, but the more faith you have in whoever that you look to, divine, Mm -hmm. we'll use divine as the name, and the more faith you begin to have in yourself and those who you surround yourself Mm -hmm. with, you have support, you realize not to, you don't have to do it all alone, Mm -hmm. and it gets to a point where you're like, Oh, okay. Now the beauty in it is well worth it. It is. It is. You know, I can remember, do you remember Clarissa? She used to come a couple of years ago and she moved. I think she's in Utah or somewhere. I do. But she said to me one time and she said, Ivy, if faith and fear are two things you cannot see, why do we choose to put all of our eggs in the basket of fear instead of faith? And that's a really, you know, and, and the full card in tarot, who walks with blind faith. You know, it's about remembering that the universe is filled with magic. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely it is. You know, and it still comes down to is that whatever path you feel that you need to find, you're, you, it's already found you, and it's going to mm-hmm. guide you down whatever area that you're needing at that point in time. It's not like you're going to walk it long. Actually, you could. You can walk into a store and just see something in a box, and you have to have that box, and you don't know why you got to have it, but you got to have it. But once you open that box, you know that it's supposed to be inside of it. Mm-hmm. it there, there is no, it's truly not a wrong path. It's just on how you guide yourself through it or who helps guide you through it. And you're going to have one more than just one god or goddess that you're going to be devout to. They come to you, and they teach you lessons, and... <laughs> You learned. And, 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 you know, I can remember, so I'm definitely very polytheistic. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, you know, I, I work with all of them. And I can remember when the goddess Morrigan started showing up for me. And I remember one of the things that one of my mentors told me was, oh, you're not ready for her. She's going to show you all your fears. And I was like, heck no, I'm not ready for that. Mm-hmm. Who wants to see their fears like that? Well, a year or two later, she came back in, and after really working with her and learning about her for a year, two years, I started to realize that one of the benefits about showing me all my fears is that, guess what? They no longer hold me in bondage. That's correct. Mm-hmm. So, again, having faith is the key. It's not trying to find your path. It's not searching for it. It's letting it be. Mm-hmm. And we come from a place of instant gratification. Look, we have our phones right there. You order a pizza. You can now do, you know, give things to you immediately. It's that instant gratification where this is taking five minutes out of your daily schedule to connect and allowing things to just fall into your into a natural flow. Absolutely. So let me ask you all a question. So that part of it is the spiritual path. Now let's talk gifts. Okay, we you all know we get people 
What's my gift? What's your gift? What's my gift? What can you do? And y'all know my philosophy, so I'm not going to share that until I, at the end. But what do you think? When, how did, when did you realize it was a gift? Um, because I believe, if I think right, Vixen and Cy were pretty open. Their family-wise understood that and encouraged that. You and I were a little bit quieter, right? And we couldn't, like, for me, I was forced. It was I was over imaginative. I was yeah. you know overreacting. <laughs> so I think it's kind of cool to talk about that part too. So our gifts. How do you think you find them? What do you think? Let's talk about that. Oh, there's so many of them. I mean, <laughs> it's, I mean, you know, when you're little, you don't know if it's a gift or. If it is an imagination, right? You don't know if what you're seeing is real or did you dream it? Yeah. So it, it takes a while. And same with an adult. It's kind of circling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you are the adult, and then something happens, then and you, it makes you think of that time. It's like, oh, this really is real. The best okay, that yeah. I get this now. Uh, All those questions. I get it today. You know, people, I don't, the the gifts that come with it, there's so many, it's so large. Um, My oldest son could see ghosts. My youngest son saw angels. Um, So that was real fun. (laughs) You know, then there's mom that can see a little bit of everything and go, don't you know mm-hmm. I don't know you know it, it's on what what you see is what you develop if you feel the need to develop it it's going to develop the minute you close it down and because it's like a great big sealed door um it just slams down and at that point in time you're either your light switch is either on or off <clears throat> there's it's accepting it's a yeah it's being able to accept it and say okay um I and can the handle fear that. coming back into mm-hmm. play, not being afraid yep. to and accept it and just, I'll take what comes. Mm-hmm. But in all parts of society, the gifts are there, even in Christianity. Mm-hmm. The Bible speaks of the gifts, and certain people have the gift of healing, the gift of sight, yes. the gift of prophecy, talking yes. in tongues, interpretation. All the gifts are there. Mm-hmm. But just because you're not following that path, don't mean the gifts dissolve. They're still there. People oh. have them. And, and quite honestly, you know, let's talk, if we're all created in God's image, and of course that's in the Christian Bible, we all have divinity within us. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really interesting. And like Sai and I, we've kind of, now it's funny because I, my gifts are expanding one way that is similar to his and his are the same. I was I was given the gift of sentience or being an empath. Mm-hmm. If they, I was afraid of the dark. If the gift of sight came through first for me because of my experience as a child and what I had seen, and I was so afraid, I'd have been like, I'm out, never mm-hmm. mind. My husband had the gift of sight, which helped him in his job. Now he was in the fire service. Mm-hmm. All of that stuff. Could you imagine getting being the full-blown empath and no. not understanding what that was? He'd be like, I'm out. Mm-hmm. I think that divine gives us what we can handle first, mm-hmm. allows us, whether it's clear cognizant, whether it's clear audience, clairvoyance, to give us what we what we can and then we continue to build. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and we call it kind of leveling up. And we're like, oh, here we are leveling up. Now I giggle my butt off now when he is feeling the readings before they're even coming in. And I'm like, <laughs> we can't feel the house without vibration. Yeah. And then helping each other when it, because we get stuck in this. And I think we, mm -hmm. in our group here, even can attest to this of, okay, I'm the empath. That's it. And I'm there. And then we have that clear audience side going on. Or, and something happens, and we're like, what the heck was that? What happened? Or there would be times you'd call me up and go, okay, I have to tell you this. And I, and I would giggle and go, really? Really? Right. <laughs> and then how about when I'm at the store, I feel everything. Mm -hmm. How many times have you said that? And I'm like, ha-ha, that's your impact by mm -hmm. kicking in. See, but it's easier for us to see everyone else's instead of seeing them. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But I think that's in any, any type Anything. of scenario. Anything. Anything. Nope. Mm -hmm. And why we do that, I, I don't know. Is it because we pay too much more attention to people around us than ourselves? Because we, it's more of a, I'm not better than anybody, or I don't, so I'm going to pay attention to what's around me to protect yourself, or, or whatever's going on, because um, I do that a lot. With me, I got more confidence whenever I know this person has this, I've got more confidence right. in them than I do in myself in that aspect. So when they say something to me, I'm like, all right, yeah, mm -hmm. you didn't already see that. Or they can say the same to me because I don't see myself in the same light that they do. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, I even find even for me when I'm in my reading space, and I know you all have seen that, no matter what comes through, I immediately <laughs> trust it mm -hmm. and I even if people are like mm, I don't know you know I know to trust it the moment I come out of that reading space I start to second guess a little mm -hmm. bit but that's the human side that's the ego mm -hmm. side that's about again having faith and having trust can I can, can I, I say can something I something in uh, in my opinion I think uh, we are meant to be like that. Like we have all the powers within, so we really don't need anybody but ourselves. But we came to this world to be social beings. So that ability to um, see in others what we don't see in ourselves is what makes us social. It makes you make us believe that, okay, so I'm going to call Ivy so she can help me with this. Otherwise, we would be okay in our cavern and do not see anybody or look for anybody or be social. You see what I see, what I mean? And, and part of the, of the idea of coming to this earth is being in this playground where we go with other people and play with our kids as if it was not, uh, as if we were different from each other. Right. And that, absolutely, 100%. And I think that's why we attract the people we do to us. It goes back to like attracting like. I'm going to learn and grow from each person that I'm connecting with as well as I'm going to help to teach or, or share. Mm -hmm. we're, we're, we are that social being, and if we would look, okay, what are the things that are, why am I frustrated at Vixen? Well, I need to take a deep look and find out, is that because of something I've experienced, or is it because I have the same 
mentality mm -hmm. or actions, if that's the case, it's an opportunity to heal. Yes. Absolutely it is. I mean, there's, there's no, I think a lot of people are put on our path to help us learn what, A, we were either fears us, or it's for us to, oh, I mean, you, you gain strength from it or a different perspective. Or, and you and I have had this talk a thousand times about, you know, what, where I grow stronger or you grow stronger, but in the long run, it's still having each other's mm -hmm. backs on it to still learn because there is still so much. As long as I've been doing this and, and walked this path, I still learn every day. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, so, I mean, from at a young age to the wonderful age I am now, it's, I'm still learning. There, there's not a, there's not like an area where you stop and, and you stop learning on this path. Something more kicks in. Something else will reopen. When, and it even says in the Bible, God only gives you what you can handle. Mm -hmm. So, heaven forbid, we're in for a whirlwind on, this, on these paths. Um, <laughs> But if you're looking at breaking generational generational curses or whatever, or, or whatever the term it, you would like to use, cycle. karma cycle, anything, Ooh. it's gonna take more than just you. You know what I mean? We're mm -hmm. learning things about ourselves to allow ourselves to grow, so then we have the power within. Because that's exactly like Claudia said, is where that resides, is within, and when we 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 gravitate to it when we finally ignite that it's when we can have the power to stop that. yes absolutely when you're talking about that aspect of the trials and the things that we go through in life look at it like a sword you can't make this pristine sword without having it go through the fire go through the demons mm -hmm. go back through the fire the finest steel goes through the hottest of fires mm -hmm. yes Right, but on that same note, and, and I know we've had a lot of this conversation. Here, even in this talk, we're talking about all these trials that we're going through and all these hardships, but that spirituality is not just for that. Not everything is negative all the time. No, it's not. And we have to forgive ourselves because we have a couple, you know, people that come in, and they're always like, well, this has to be worked on, and this is negative, and this is negative. But remember, no, stop beating yourself down. You mm -hmm. have to learn to appreciate the bad, for however bad it was too. Because there it has to, to come, be right here. It has, mm -hmm. There has to come a time, even though when you were going through it, you question, why is this happening? Why am I going through this? Why does this need to be? You have to, at some point, appreciate every awful negative thing and say, you know what? Thank you. And, and make I think it that beautiful. Mm -hmm. Make it beautiful, but I think that's part of becoming at peace inside also. Isn't that, where, aware. Sorry, isn't that where beautiful disaster came from? Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, looking at those pieces and you know what? What might look like the worst day and night in your life, the one thing that comes right after is that dawn. Mm -hmm. So really, is it about the worst night of your life or the new break in the day? Mm -hmm. It's like you look at all the decisions you've made in life that's led you to this point and made this person that you are. Mm -hmm. So all the decisions you make today is going to make who you are tomorrow. 
you've got to take everything that you've done right, everything that you've done wrong, take that in consideration, make the best decisions for you at this moment, and then tomorrow you're going to emerge a new person. That goes back into where you can change your mind. Because if this didn't work, you changed the tactics, not the goal. The end goal remains the same, but how you get there is a wavy path. But it's all you have to be grateful to fail too. Yes, absolutely. I have have to be grateful to fail because if you don't fail, you didn't try. But is it really? Failing isn't actually failing. It's It's just learning Mm -hmm. and giving you experience. I've always said it's a reason, season, or a lifetime. Mm -hmm. Whatever you take from it. And truly, I, I have this in my car. I have it on on me, but it's the journey awakens the soul. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like before we really go through an awakening, we are kind of existing, kind of in that antical marching one by one type of mentality. You go do this, and then you go to the grocery store, and then you go to work, and then you come home, and then you watch TV, and you go into that, you know, that walking in the line like a bunch of ants. Then you have this awakening and you're on this journey and each and every stumble, each and every hop, skip and jump, each and every success, each and every, you know, two steps forward, one step back and Mm -hmm. still forward momentum. But each of those things allows you to become, even if you touch one person Mm -hmm. from the things you've learned and help them. Yeah. It truly, it truly changes. That's all of that mm-hmm. You know, when people talk about what is the meaning of life, that to me is what the meaning of life is. At least at this moment in time. It's about learning what is the true meaning of healing when you start to help others to heal through the similar traumas and experiences that you've gone through. Mm-hmm. Even if your trauma wasn't as deep as mine or it was more deep, mm-hmm. trauma, trauma, trauma. There's still those things that our soul hurts from. So then we learn to help to each other to heal. And ultimately, that's true in ourselves. And, and that's where our path lies. Well, it's like you look at a lot of people that come in here, or, or if there was addictions in the past, and that's one thing that they want to get out that I've done this, this, and this. That don't matter to me. What matters to me is who is standing in front of me right now talking to me. Mm-hmm. And who will you be tomorrow? Right. And that goes back to decisions you make today creates the person there. What you did in the past is the past. Mm-hmm. That's what's built this person. Mm-hmm. This is what I care about right now. I didn't know you back then. You were a bad guy. You were a bad girl. You were a good guy, good girl, whatever. I know who you are now. Mm-hmm. And that's what's important. Absolutely. And I think the hardest part of this whole path and journey, and the part that we all kind of tend to, and maybe not all of us, but I'll say for myself, is we're the ones that hold ourselves in bondage. We're the ones that don't let us forgive ourselves for the mistakes that we feel or society feels that were mistakes one way or the other. (laughs) But we are the ones that hold ourselves in bondage. Oh, my gosh, this is what I used to do. Who cares? Well, what's that saying? Every sinner has a future. Every saint has a past. Mm -hmm. I've never heard that before. I like that. I've never heard that before. But it's true. I mean, all of it is true. I mean, every sinner does have a future. 
doesn't mean it's going to stay there. Like like Sai said, tomorrow's a different day. Yeah. Right. Your past changes. You learn something, so if I came in here and I looked at Joe three and said, what path should I start? Or how do I know what path to take? What would your advice be? My advice um, is truly, honey, you're already on your path. Stop trying to find it. Right. I will tell people when my bad habit, I smoke cigarettes. That's mm-hmm. my bad habit. I've been working on trying to get rid of it. Be trying. And if I tell my children I am trying to quit, they will look at me and say, well, then you're not going to because you're only trying. Mm -hmm. So you're already on it. First, my goal will be to ground you, to have the same conversation about what feels like for you. I can't tell you what path to take, but I can help provide resources. You know, mine would be what, what, what motivates you, what's your pull, what are you pulled towards? Right. What's your gut telling you? Yeah. What's your instinct? What is? Mm-hmm. What does your heart say? Mm-hmm. What does your mind say? I mean, it's we go off of gut intuitions for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, follow the gut. It's like you know, there's always something behind it. If something is echoing in your in your brain, listen to it. Everyone, you know, mm-hmm. oh, you're crazy. You got a little voice going on. No, mm-hmm. that, that that's you talking to you, mm-hmm. saying this is this is what I this is what I need you to look into. This is what I need to you need to feed on this for a little bit. That'd be my answer to it. And is what whatever you're your telling you. Mm-hmm. So follow the breadcrumbs. Yeah, mm-hmm. follow the breadcrumbs. How many mm-hmm. times do we say that? Oh, yeah, you know what? And it's really <laughs> a lot of fun doing that too. When you're like, look at this. Oh my gosh! All of a sudden, you're seeing owls everywhere. Oh, but yeah. then you might have, you know, the goddess of wisdom, like Sophia, may pop up. Or, you know what I mean? Something like that. And all of a sudden, there's all these signs and symbols. Follow mm-hmm. it. What's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to find a different breadcrumb and go in a different direction. And then you're cool. going to have all your puzzle pieces put together. You're yeah. going to go, ha, ha, I got it now. Yeah. It's okay. See, and this reminds me of the old saying I heard, you're never lost. You're only been, you're at a place you've never seen before. Absolutely. Claudia, do we have any questions? So when someone feels uh, out of their path, is there a formula that you guys can uh, can, uh, summarize? I'm going to tell you first thing is first, when they feel they're out of their path, then I would say, one, what is your meditation or what is your prayer daily devotion practice? Um, And find 15 minutes a day where you connect. Five minutes of talking to deity. Um, five minutes of reading something, and five minutes of meditation. Usually if we feel that we're out of our path, it means we are not connecting with divine. Because no matter where we are in life, we're on the path. Even if we pick the wrong door or what we perceive to be the wrong door, it's really not wrong. It is the lesson we needed to learn. Mm-hmm. There, there's been plenty of times where I've, I've stepped back and been like, I can't right now. I don't feel... Exactly. I, I just don't feel. So there's nothing wrong with being able to step back and feel like you're off your path. There's a reason why you're off the path. You need a minute. You need a minute. You need or a minute. you're experiencing the same, something, something else, else and mm-hmm. you don't even realize yeah, it right. yet. You're not paying. But for anyone that says that they've never stepped back and went, whoa, wait a minute. I, I just need to regroup this. Yeah. They're not exactly telling the truth because sometimes it is too overwhelming. Sometimes if you don't, but I do agree with the meditation, the the devotion, and all that. And I've always.
always done the whole five, try to find five things the minute I wake up, try to find five things in the morning that I am thankful for mm-hmm. or, or five great attributes or five, you know, just five something. Right. And it's harder than what people think it is. Mm-hmm. So when stepping back is also just a way for your body to, I think, go kind of dormant a little bit to sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That way to have the appreciation of the I next one that comes through. Mm-hmm. And, and we do get a lot of people That's that comes in here mm-hmm. and they are like, I used to be in this path and I haven't. How do I get back there? Don't go backwards. We're not meant to go backwards. You're not meant to. That's why your rear view mirror is as small as it is mm-hmm. because it's supposed to be behind you mm-hmm. and forgotten about. Maybe I've forgotten about. No, but bring those those lessons Mm -hmm. and incorporate Um, it. But you're a new person anyway. Every minute, we're a different being. So utilize the lessons, but don't go backwards. No. No. I've got a different thought on it, too. The body is designed to protect itself. Mm -hmm. We are inevitably designed to to prosper or to to evolve, right? Mm-hmm. So if at this moment, all right, me and one of my brothers was talking last night and about car keys sitting on the table. How many times have you looked for your car keys? You cannot find it. And they're sitting right here in front of you. Me every day. <laughs> okay. Say you found them. What was ahead of us? If we'd have found them right then, what would and, have been. and got right. on the road, what would have happened? Are you really stalled from the past, or is the body trying to say, hey, slow your roll a little bit, you go too fast? Getting in the car and go, ah, I forgot something, mm-hmm. and running back and forth, or right. the traffic's too slow where you're hitting every light mm-hmm. instead of cursing what's in front, say, okay, what, what are you trying to slow me down mm-hmm. from? What are you preventing me or getting ready to put me into? Yes, absolutely. So So are you really off your path or are you just taking a moment I to think, breathe? I think you're taking a moment to breathe. And, and I see where funny was coming because think about this. The people that really, I think where that comes is, you know, we see a lot of people who had um, spirituality practices that they put in place 10 years ago. And then as the years go by, you know, we, they started to kind of divert from that and go back into that physicality. Um, you know, so how do you go back to that? You know, you actually use that foundation and begin again. But because now not, it's not, go ahead. But is that not part of the lesson that you can absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And there, what, there, could be a, there could be a point to where at that point that in the time that they were on that path, they didn't appreciate it. Yes. Right. Or it, they weren't ready for the or knowledge. They were right. not ready. Absolutely. They would not have accepted what was going to be shown to them next. Yes. So it, it or couldn't understand it. Absolutely couldn't understand it. A lot, and you've seen it a lot in this shop too, where you see the the couple years back at the old shop, the little the little girls wanting information. And we, yeah. and we, we, and we didn't give it to them because I'm sorry, you can watch a cute little movie all day long, but that's not exactly what we're about. Right. Mm-hmm. And my response was, I'm not eating that cake and I'm not going to clean up your mess. And that, yeah. and that's the, that frightening part right now is because again, it goes back to, this is now taken on in a global awakening. There is a huge global awakening and you've got as many people doing it because it's authentic. Mm-hmm. 
that are like, Ooh, what yeah. can I do? And those are some scary things. But, you know, going back to like where we were talking about, what is the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again. And expecting different results. Mm -hmm. If we continue to walk the exact same way every single day on our path, we are, that's the insane part. We're not going to experience anything Mm -hmm. new. We're not going to learn where, you know, we even try on a daily basis to go to a different, if we're going to get coffee in the morning on our way here, we need to get gas, go to a different gas station each time. We see the same people every day. How are we going to learn something new? Well, that's a stagnation, right? That's a stagnation. Um, I understand that, you know, we have comfortable people that we will practice with or read with or discussed with and then you get some of the, the bubble gums and burn sticks as you put it that have read a book sweetheart there's so many more books out there and there's so many crones and mothers and maidens that have been doing this connect right. talk you know the comforts was stagnation when you're uncomfortable you are nervous mm-hmm. about that step that brings in the excitement. That makes all Power. your senses mm-hmm. come come full force. Mm-hmm. You're forced to grow. I mean, I, I, he's right on that. We, we're forced to get out of that comfortable spot. And so sometimes, but I will say this, when you acknowledge and are following a spiritual path, not saying that emotionally it's easier. Okay, there are still some really hard things people deal with. But knowing that there's something and having faith does make you be able to exhale just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. A little bit, you know, where my first, the main awakening I had, that was like shove off the bridge. And now we get, I call them the mini ones, where they come right. and you're like, okay, I know what this is now. I know how to, what I need to do. It's kind of my reminder. Sadi, do you have any questions? Yes, we have Denise1436, and she says, well, so what is my gift? Your gift? Yeah, so how do you, how do you find your gift? It's ta- I think it'd be anything of tapping into yourself. I mean, it's not like it's they're, they're handed out like party favors, right. like, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, she's the only one that's truly going to know what her gift is, whether she hears a little voice on the side of her ears or her heart palpitates a certain way or dreams. Dreams are really big for clairvoyance. clairvoyance, That that is a huge thing. Numbers. You know, the way that we encourage people to find out, one, is going to be to connect with divine. Mm -hmm. Okay. So first off, trying to find our gifts without having a belief system of some sort and connecting with it and not just saying our, you know, prayers at night and going to sleep, but actually listening for the answers back. And it might just be Oh, music really speaks for me. Yeah. Pay attention to the gift. So maybe I need to mm-hmm. try and go and study a little bit about clear audience or, you know, movement meditation or different ways. But follow that inner voice. You, you know, again, the breadcrumbs, if you are hearing or seeing a lot in vivid dreams, start writing it down. You know, our, our gifts are... Um, our gifts are within us. 
And when we are disconnected from mind, body, and spirit, and we are trying to look for them, we are looking externally and not allowing the valid internal gift to emerge. And then it's finding like people and talking about it and then saying, oh, I've been going through this. And then somebody giving you the recognition of, that's what you need to pay attention to. That is part of your gift. So it's really communicating about it. Does that help? Something about a self-evaluation. Yeah. yeah, it does. You know what I, what I, in my case, what helped me to understand my gifts? It was that day that I started going back into my own life story and I started paying attention to, okay, so I started like this, I went through this, I used to be like this, this is how came easy to me. So I found out about my gifts in my own story, but I had to sit down and pay attention to that because otherwise in the go, go, go of everyone's life, we tend not to see it because it's just natural to you. It's just, it, you always had them. So you don't know that you have them because it's, it's there. It's you. It's obvious, but it's not. It, it, you see, like, if you're a clairvoyant, you always saw that. So you always were able to see extra colors or whatever that is. But so to you, it's normal. It's not something, and it is not an a, a gift per se is who you are but uh, when you sit down and you think about it like oh you don't smell that you meant to say people don't see auras all the time so then you're like oh that's my gift absolutely and that's the thing so we've watched like so let's think of tv shows that you know they have charmed and you know supernatural. supernatural and all of those and we look at them as an external gift mm -hmm. but really it's part of who we are i think people who see auras don't even don't even realize they're seeing auras mm -hmm. until somebody else can't see them mm -hmm. right. you know and and same thing what do you mean you can't feel that can't you feel that heaviness around what's funny is watching the sidebar conversation and Vixen's over there talking about somebody seeing colors or something. And then you come up with that exact same conversation. So I'm sitting here looking. I'm like, all right, well, there's the gift right there. So with the self-evaluation of who you are and being honest with yourself, you'll start to see the, the oddities, if you mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's part of it. Absolutely. And it's trusting in yourself and not thinking, oh, gosh, it's my imagination. Mm -hmm. it's, but we're taught that as kids, though. Right. Yeah. We are taught that as kids, that you have a vivid imagination. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then you stop trusting your right. instincts or what you're feeling and the emotions that go with it. Your and it tends to shut down. And I think that's where a lot of people are starting to have their awakenings on their path later in life is that they were told to stop it. You know, and you're being crazy, yeah. you know, that type of thing. And, you know, and now as we only have, we got to wrap up here. I think that's the biggest thing that we can do right now as a community, as a society, as humanity, is those who are children that are going through it. Mm -hmm. Encourage your children to be expressive about mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. um, help to 
become the ground for people who are going through awakening. Let them know they're not as crazy. Also, for those who are going through this, don't be afraid to go to therapy as well as spiritual counseling. Mm-hmm. Those, those two pieces combined together can really help you to understand who you are. But most important, believe in there's something, you know, bigger mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. Believe in divine. And yeah. I want everybody to think of something. We are the ancestors to the future. Mm-hmm. So however we lay the groundwork now is how the future is going to unfold. Yes. So I want to, I could, that I think sums up this conversation perfectly. So Colleen Vixen, thank you so much for joining us. For you, Claudia, thank you for having us. And for all of those out there, we wish you many blessings. Thank you. And if you don't mind, can you let people know how to contact you guys? Yes, we have Facebook and Instagram. Um, Facebook is uh, our store old, O-L-D-E-M-A-G-I-C-K, um, and same with Instagram. Where you can, where our website is um, in the process of being worked on, and that's www.oldemagicwaves.com. Or you can call us at area code 843-314-0045. And thank you, everybody, for being here. Have a wonderful weekend. Many blessings.